Hello, friends. Hope you're doing well. My name is Zachary Stockhill from RetroActiveJealousy.com. In today's video, I'm going to talk to a young woman who is troubled by the fact that her partner's ex is still in love with her partner. Demi writes, How to combat retroactive jealousy if the ex is still obsessed slash in love with my partner, despite them not speaking for four years. It's really hard when they're still forcing themselves into our lives. Okay, Demi. Thank you for your question. First thing I'll say is this really sucks. <laughs> I mean, this kind of situation must be really, really difficult to deal with, really uncomfortable, so my heart goes out to you. If your partner's ex is a bit of a psycho, uh, <laughs> that's not a good situation. And if you're struggling with retroactive jealousy, I probably don't need to tell you. This makes things a lot worse. My overarching piece of advice for you is that all of the advice in terms of overcoming retroactive jealousy, all the advice that I lay out in this channel, as well as in my premium course, Get Over Your Partner's Past Fast, in my guidebook, Overcoming Retroactive Jealousy, you know, all of this stuff. I've put out a lot of content on this topic. And frankly, I think just about all the advice is still absolutely applicable given your current situation, in the situation that you're currently in. If your partner's ex is still popping into, I'm going to assume, his life over and over, it's it's you know, more complicated and presents some additional challenges, but retroactive jealousy can still be absolutely overcome and all of my general advice still applies. That said, you're probably going to encounter more triggers. Uh, more triggers in terms of being reminded of your partner's past because, hey, look who's on the front lawn. <laughs> it's the psycho ex. Uh, I don't mean to make light of your situation. I know it's really tough, but you're probably going to encounter more triggers. So reviewing the material on triggers, if you just search triggers on my channel, I'm sure a bunch of videos will come up. All of that stuff is still really important for you, so I'd really prioritize that, perhaps over my other advice, at least to get the ball rolling on your road to recovery. That said, I think the most important question that you should be asking yourself about this current situation, and really, if I was in your shoes, the main thing that I would be trying to focus on is how does my partner see this situation? How is my partner handling this situation? Is he still in love with her? Does he still have feelings for her? Is he still popping up in her life in some ways? Now, that's a possibility. I'm guessing, judging by what you wrote, that's not the reality. But it's worthwhile to really think about how your partner feels about her. Don't go crazy with this. If you're struggling with irrational jealousy, you will drive yourself crazy if you focus you know, solely on this question. That's not what I'm suggesting. But people who are in this situation, it seems to me that the main concern should be the status of your relationship, not his past, not his past relationship with her. But how strong is your current bond with your partner? Do you truly trust them? Do you truly feel they are trustworthy? Do you trust what they are telling you about how they see their partner and their partner's current behavior? Because as I often tell people, every relationship is a gamble. Every relationship is a risk. But the fact that you're writing to me and the fact that you're engaging with my material at all suggests to me that your partner is probably on your team. He's probably trustworthy. He's probably not fixated on his ex the way his ex is fixated on him. And really, it really comes down to that. You know, it, the situation can be as simple as that. This is where things like restraining orders come in, where you might actually have to put in some legal structures to prevent this person from constantly trying to mess up your life, constantly re-entering your life again and again. You know, unfortunately, this happens frequently where there's a jilted lover or a person who has been disappointed in the past who just cannot let go these situations can be pretty dangerous. And I don't know how serious your current situation is, but it's worthwhile to consider all the options here, I think. But again, come back to how does your partner feel about you? How does he feel about your current relationship? How does he feel about his ex?
You know, one thing that frequently astounds me, if there's, this situation is different from what you're facing, but I think it's sort of related, bear with me. So if there's a situation where, let's say a woman cheats on her husband and the husband finds out and he's absolutely furious at the man, the other man who his wife cheated on, when really the only question, or at least the main question, or if I was in the situation where my, most of my anger would be directed, is at my wife who's cheating on me, not the other guy. Because the other guy is maybe my wife lied to him about being married and you know he's just a guy trying to get laid and there's lots of those in the world. But my main anger, the, the main person I'd be upset with would be my wife, of course, because she's cheating on me. She's the one who is breaking my trust. This other guy doesn't have a whole lot to do with the situation, really. You know, most of my anger, my frustration should be directed at my wife. Anyway, what I'm trying to say here is in these kinds of situations where there's some other person trying to mess things up for you, really, I think your focus should be on your partner and how they see you, the, the extent to which you can trust them, the extent to which you believe what they're telling you about how they see their ex. And it really can be as simple as that, believe it or not aside from maybe initiating some legal action to protect you and to protect your partner. And above all, you know, I would say try to focus on what is within your sphere of control and disregard everything else. So if this ex is showing up on your front lawn and screaming or whatever, if she's really trying to insert your, herself into your life in all kinds of ways, you know, there might be different ways that you can handle that that are within your sphere of control. For example, calling the police if necessary blocking her on social media, maybe on multiple accounts, you know, taking steps like that that are within your sphere of control. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't entirely probably control her if she's, you know, driving into your front lawn every once in a while or whatever she's doing. Unfortunately, there are limits to what is within your sphere of control. But in these kinds of complicated, highly charged situations, it can be extremely grounding and even reassuring to just always, whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or you just can't handle things, bring your focus back to what can I actually control? More examples for you. You can control you know, the amount of love and reassurance and affection you're giving your partner. To some extent, you can control the health of your relationship and your communication with your partner. To some extent, you control how you're showing up in your relationship as a girlfriend, as a wife, as the case may be. Bring your focus back to what is within your sphere of control. And as difficult as it is, Try as best you can to disregard everything else because focusing on what you can't control is a huge waste of time and energy. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel, at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.